Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hilarious. Is this an Archie's comic? Who's hotter, Betty or Veronica? Oh, man, Betty. We can't sit here and talk about the hottest cartoon characters. I would, it's, 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 it's disturbing. John, by the way, has looked it up. Drawing sexual arousal to cartoon characters. How about that? I think Rod would do a great interview with an expert on people attracted to cartoon characters. Not happening. It's a sports show. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ, and we're live from Grey Goal Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio. Listen live wherever you may be. You can listen to WQEE, the key online. Go to my Twitter right now, at Rod Peterson. You'll see the link in the top tweet. And uh, this is going to be fun. It's always fun, but let's bring in the moose right now, Darren Moose DuPont with a lot to talk about. People are gushing about our hour one guest for those that have just tuned in or maybe listened to the podcast and missed it. Uh, Ryan Thelwell, man. What a stud. What a stud. Moose, did you enjoy that hour one chat with a three-time Grey Cup champion and former yeah. NFL? He is awesome. One of the great genuine people that have come through the great monarchy. Uh, guys, is that my connection or Moose's? That has sunk in the sucking. That's on you, Moose. Okay. Okay. They're telling me that it should be better now. Okay. Um, couple things as we take care of business. The poll question will get serious here for a second before we get goofy with Steve O stories. Because this is serious. Uh, our poll question today for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center is should Mitchell Miller be allowed to play in the National Hockey League? And I could go back and read the story, and maybe I should for everybody, but uh, the Boston Bruins signed this kid, the 20-year-old, over the weekend, and the NHL has nixed it. Here's the official story. It's a paragraph. Commissioner Gary Bettman ruled over the weekend that Mitchell Miller is not eligible to play for the Boston Bruins or any team in the NHL. The 20-year-old was selected by Arizona in the fourth round of the 2020 draft, but the Coyotes relinquished his draft rights because he bullied a black classmate with developmental disabilities in middle school. The Bruins signed Mitchell Miller this week after spending several weeks during an evaluation period with the kid. Bettman says the NHL was not consulted by the Bruins on the signing. And I haven't even looked at the results. Clark, do you have a, uh, a YouTube body of work there? 59% say no. This is like... Moose, a hot button topic. And I can tell your comments on the football in the moment from everybody, but I, I'll say now for the benefit of those that weren't watching an hour ago, I would have initially said, yes, he should be allowed because I am an advocate of second chances. I've had a million and finally made good on them. But in this case, I don't know all of the Mitchell Miller story. And if they fully believe that maybe he hasn't complied with any programs he will have had to attend or go through, and maybe he hasn't shown any remorse, because initially I don't think he ever did, then we need to make a stand on bullying and say, no, no. There could be lifelong consequences if you are an abuser. This poll is so much closer than I thought it would be, Rod. 59%. I thought it would be in the, you know, mid to high 80s for sure. Um, and I know some people will read that and, and think, you know what, second chances and, and, you know, fans of yours and mine that believe in second chances as well. Yeah, like, should not cast this on his whole life and his whole career. We need to give him an opportunity to be rehabilitated, to grow, to evolve, to learn from his mistakes and down the road potentially come back into the NHL, into hockey, and 
you know, in, into different aspects of life. But it, if he hasn't shown that, then no, he can't play in the NHL. And if the and Gary Bettman's not just going to say the kid can't play in the NHL because somebody on social media said he shouldn't play in the NHL. Gary Bettman's going to say you can't play in the NHL because we've talked to you, we've, we've investigated the incident, and we don't think that you've grown and that you've changed and that you're going to be a constructive member of our professional sports league. So he's not in the NHL, and all signs are pointing to that he won't be in the NHL anytime soon. Yeah, I don't feel like this is a cancel culture thing. I feel like they've done their due diligence on this kid, and he's not getting it. That's the sense that I get, and I'm pretty intuitive, and I deal with this kind of stuff all the time. I'll get to your viewer uh, questions in a second, folks, but just to finish up on what we didn't even touch on last hour in terms of Sunday's NHL games, because there weren't a lot. Sam Reinhardt scored two third-period goals uh, Sunday to lift the visiting Florida Panthers to a 5-3 win over the Anaheim Ducks. I don't know what's going on with a water foul, but they got to figure it out fast. In Raleigh, John Tavares has scored the tie-breaking goal in the third period, and Toronto got its first three-game winning streak of the season. Callie Yarncroft and William Nylander also scored to help the Leafs win for the second time in seven road games. Eric Jalgren had 29 saves to get his first victory. Before we get on to the, the uh, suspensions, why is everybody on Austin Matthews' ass now just overall? They're saying that he's a cheap shot artist, and he's taking shots, and his teammates are... Answering the bell for him. What's what's the latest on people bitching about Austin Matthews? Update me, please. Yeah, it goes back to the Philadelphia game. The win in Philadelphia, he was sticking at one of the flyers and not really getting in his face and answering the bell, kind of cheap shotting with the butt end of his stick, almost spearing. And some people are saying that he should step up and he shouldn't just shy away from that and use his stick and he should actually step up and fight. Look at Crosby has fought, Ovechkin has fought, all the guys have fought. Not often, it's very rare. But at some point or another, Austin Matthews will have to drop the glove. How many goals did he score last year? Clark would know. Did he get 70? 62? It was for whatever it was, it was a Leafs record. Austin Matthews doesn't have to fight. So shut up. Nor does Connor McDavid for that that? matter. Connor McDavid takes cheap shots on guys. Nobody's saying he should fight. So I'm glad. I'm glad now that you explained it and we can move on. It's just stupid people that don't understand hockey saying stupid things. To the Steve-O stories from Saturday night. Oh, man. (laughs) Nobody here going to this sold-out show at Grey Eagle Saturday night, even knew what they were getting into with Steve-O, the co-creator of the MTV phenomenon, Jackass. Oh, thanks for the photos. Thank you, Clark. So these photos came from our friends at Grey Eagle, so thank you, most of them. Um, He calls himself now comedian. He took that selfie. Steve-O took that selfie of the two of us. It's plastered all over my social media, and I'll get to the story behind that, too. But he calls himself now a comedian and a podcaster. But for those that don't understand, he's the most daring stuntman of all time. And I'm old enough to know Evil Knievel and uh, Super Dave Osborne and guys that did dumb stuff. But if I recall, and you older viewers tell me if I'm right or wrong, they did like one stunt. One. Not to take anything away from what they did. But one. Steve-O <laughs> and Johnny Knoxville and these guys have done dozens, hundreds of incredibly stupid stunts. So here's, here, if you have the tickets to go to Steve-O and you're lucky enough to be able to watch him all across this bucket list tour, uh, and this was the largest crowd he's ever performed before here, was Saturday night at Grey Eagle. He comes out and he plays a 34-minute pre-show video. How long is our pre-show video? Three minutes? 34-minute yeah. video. And how do I know? Because I'm a broadcast entertainment professional. It was supposed to start at 8. This video is going a long time, some time in it. And it was all the videos that YouTube and MTV rejected because they were too gnarly, to use his term. So lighting himself on fire and jumping off a house into a pool or <laughs> literally climbing down a rope ladder off a helicopter, swinging around, and then jumping on top of a moving bus. Those, you know, that, that was, and I don't want to give up much of his show because he filmed a Netflix special here the other night. 
you folks, when that comes out, probably around Christmas, right? That's when you would want to release something for Netflix. Everybody's home. You'll know that it was filmed at Grey Eagle and we were there. So he comes out. He probably aired, showed about eight videos on the big screen and he, of stunts. And he explained how they came up with the idea to do them and what went into them. And then Sheldon at Grey Eagle afterwards set up a private meeting for me and Steve-O. That's where the selfie came about. And we talked for quite a while about recovery because he's 14 years sober and I'm coming up eight years sober. And uh, sorry for those that will be upset when I say this, but we, he said, are you active in the program? And I'm like, absolutely. And I proved why. And he, I told you what he said. He's like, here's my home group in L.A. Whenever you're there in L.A., you go and tell them Steve-O sent you. So we exchanged info, and it was, he's normal, but very not normal. So I get the sense <laughs> when you saw the photo of Steve-O and I together that that, you kind of wished you were here because if you had been Moose, you'd have been, you'd have been hanging with Steve-O. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. I, I know I missed out indeed. And, and you said, you know, just in stitches laughing during that show. I mean, you and I went to the movie in the movie theater and we couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, great time. I great was, show. And I'm glad you had I was, that. Glad you had a good time. I, uh, so I couldn't remember where I saw the latest Jackass video, but Johnny Knoxville wasn't in any of these videos. It's almost like they're like Florida Georgia line. It's like they've, agreed to go their separate ways and do their own thing. And it happens. I don't understand here. This is funny. This is funny. They got some great comments coming in here from people. Jeff, the Stamps fan says, Steve-O has a great podcast, almost as good as the RP show. Thank you, Jeff, the Stamps fan. I can't remember the name of Steve-O's podcast. Somebody's going to have to tell me. It looked pretty darn good. He's got some big guests on there. Uh, I'm sorry. Bear with me, Darren. T. Will in Winnipeg says, calling Super Dave a stuntman is like calling me an influencer. Uh, At least you get it. People that do dumb things. Maybe, maybe Evil Knievel was a more accurate. Yeah, listen, the guy would jump over 20 cars that were on fire. I'm not taking anything away from Evil Knievel. But it's not what Steve-O does. And somebody wrote in here and says, Jeff in Winnipeg, oh, Steve-O doesn't actually do the stunts. Yeah, he does. By the way, it's 1111 Mountain, 111 Eastern. So visualize a positive outcome, Moose. Visualize a positive outcome in everything that you do. Uh, Trust me, it works. He does the stunts. Trust me, he does the stunts. JT says Connor McDavid definitely sticks up for himself. That would include fighting for himself if that were to happen. Yeah, but he hasn't. So the point is, don't say, don't say Austin Matthews should not fight. I remember when Jordan Eberle fought. His one and only ever fight. I broadcast it, Jordan Eberle. And after the game, we're on the bus. I'm like, what are you fighting for? And he goes, I, I want to get it up, one on my record. I'm like, he kicked the spit out of you. D- don't ever fight again. And I think the coach liked the fact that Ebbs fought, but I'm like, guys can get hurt in fights, by the way. FYI. Not that I'm anti-fighting, but do you not agree? If you fight, then fight. But if you don't fight, then don't fight. That's how people yeah. get hurt. Fair? I don't, I don't want my stars fighting. That's for sure. Not a chance. I need you scoring goals. I don't need you setting the tone physically or, or, or getting into a fight that you're probably going to lose anyways. Here's your latest TikTok video on this, Moose, okay? Right there. For anybody that thinks Austin Matthews should fight, they got their head up their ass. Um, From Craig Smith, he says, Hey, guys, Kathy's birthday today, and it's a big one. Happy birthday to my sweetie. Thank you, Smitty. I appreciate you. And Kathy as well. She is such a fantastic gal. Um, Now they're all talking about Super Dave. That's that's it. I feel like Super Dave, while he was goofy, he still did do stunts. Like Jeff the Stams fan says, Super Dave fell off the CN Tower and survived. I feel like he did. What do you you remember Super Dave Osborne? I can't believe you don't remember Cliff Clavin from Cheers, but you remember Super Dave Osborne. I know, big Super Dave fan in Fuji. I mean, uh, I remember getting crushed in the compact car. 
you got smashed in there. You'd always be in vehicles that were getting blown up or doing things and falling off places or, you know, um, trip. I don't know. He was, yeah. Like, again, I don't know how safe the stunts were. It's not like, uh, he came to town and was going to do these stunts in front of us. I saw him on the TV show. So, but super Dave. Yeah. He was the first one I knew. I loved, I loved him. Yeah. I love them all, but Steve, Steve, Oh, he's my boy. Um, they're, they're Oleg in Winnipeg says if you don't fight, don't take cheap shots. Those dudes suck from Todd Pinckney. He says, if you're going to start a brawl and not stand up and at least get in the scrum standing there with a smirk on your face while your teammates are getting beat up is very ballsy. I'm just saying from Jennifer at the four seasons, sorry, but if you start, you should finish it. Even if you are a star. Come on, guys and gals, you're old enough to be have been around this game to understand. This is what they wanted. Matthew Kachuk suspended two games for sticking his stick in Jonathan Quick's visor over the weekend in L.A. Um, this is what you don't want fighting at all. I've never understood that. <laughs> Darren, why don't they want it? Nobody's really sat me down and explained why it's a problem, but they don't want fighting. So with what Austin Matthews is doing and Matthew Kachuk are doing, this is the new breed of stars. I feel like Connor McDavid would fight if he had to, but he's not exactly built like Tarzan. You know, he's like, Serena says, I've got coat hanger arms, and I do. McDavid's no different. So why is everybody saying that he should fight? I don't get it. Well, take a break and come back. I think we're on to something. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE, the key, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the RP Show. And just ahead of bringing the moose back in on this Monday as we open a brand new week with episode number 877. From right there... The Grey Eagle and the beautiful uh, foothills to the Canadian Rockies. We love it here so much. A sports update. The Indianapolis Colts have fired Coach Frank Reich after another lackluster offensive performance and the team's third consecutive loss. The Colts announced the move Monday morning. One day after it went one for four, sorry, zero for 14 on third down. And totaled just 121 yards offense in an ugly 26-3 loss at New England. This is the third major move in three weeks for Indy. Two weeks ago, Reich announced a benching of longtime NFL Bayern. He fired off Nader Marcus Brady, even though Reich was the one calling plays. And now the you don't need to put Darren on the screen, but we will address this. What did I tell you about the firing line of football? I thought everybody knew this. Not everybody knows what we do know inside the game. The firing line. 
the quarterback, then the coordinator, then the head coach, then the GM, then the president, then the owner. Bing, 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 bing. It's got, got a lot of bullets to get through before you get to the big guys that are usually responsible. Um, the Canadian teams are on the podium at the Pan-Continental Pan Curling Championship. Brad Gooshu of St. John's defeated South Korea in the men's final Sunday in Calgary. Kerry Anderson of Gimli, Manitoba beat the U.S. to win bronze in the women's event. Uh, WHL Jack O'Brien and Robbie from Delorme each scored twice as the Portland Winterhawks won a wild 8-7 WHL game in, in a Sunday night shootout against the never-say-die Spokane Chiefs. And I'll save the rest of the sports update for a little later, but this is brought to you by Edo Japan, delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. I'm not sure if we can bring the moose in now from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle is where he joins us. I don't know if you're getting the same reports I am. Our viewers are writing in and saying the Colts have hired Jeff Saturday as the interim coach, and I'm like, the ESPN analyst? Jeff Saturday? That's the one. Yeah. Who made who made that call? I assume it's Jim Ursay that made the call to hire Jeff Saturday right out of the ESPN uh, get-up set. No coaching experience, but a guy who's highly respected, understands the game, played it at a high level, played with the Colts, under Pey- with Peyton Manning, but no coaching experience of any kind. Okay. Well, again, who am I to say? But really? Jeff Saturday, the guy that yeah, I watch every day on ESPN, get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the guy. And here's, here's the one thing I like about it is the season's over for the Colts. The season's over. I mean, I guess, you know, Tennessee's not that far away. You can still catch them, but the season's over and they're not going anywhere. They've already given up on Matt Ryan in the quarterback situation. Jonathan Taylor's not running the ball very well. So give a guy a shot, see what he can do. It's just an interim tag. You're still going to go through the whole process in the offseason. Um, I don't think there's a lot of risk here. Our viewers, uh, some are saying that that your audio is choppy, and I'm, I'm getting the same. Can the boys in the truck tell me if, uh, if that is, in fact, the case and we need to get this fixed, especially if your storm stayed all week? Uh, they're in the sweatpants capital because the audio is not fantastic. Um, from our viewers, Jeff in Winnipeg says, very odd choice, Jeff Cavillis. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Jeff Saturday seems like an odd choice. Everybody's saying the same thing. Or maybe it's the viewer problem. I'm not sure. But it's just we need to get it rectified here. It's uh, probably <laughs> tech gremlins here in the uh, ice shield. Okay. No. I... Okay. Director Jordan says it's a contr- it's a team effort of uh, potentially tech gremlins. Earl James, whom I believe is in Winnipeg, says Peyton Manning just waiting for John Elway to be canned. Well, it's one thing to be the general manager, and let's not forget people can poo-poo the Denver Broncos all they want. They've won Super Bowls. With John Elway, or a Super Bowl with John Elway as the general manager. This Jeff Saturday hiring by the Colts. I get what you're saying, and it's not to say he doesn't know football, but it smacks of Arnold Schwarzenegger being voted governor of the state of California, or Ronald Reagan being (laughs) voted president of the United States. Although Ronald was a tremendous president, he did a great job, but it's just like the shiny, the shiny toy. Uh, by the way, yes. Jennifer from the Four Seasons. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says the audio's fine on Game Plus. Thank you, Jennifer, for weighing in and sorting out the madness. I appreciate that, and uh, loving the fact that we are live on Game Plus Television across all ten provinces and thirty-one states. And I love the fact that we can have an NFL talk, an NHL talk, a CFL talk, and still look smart. And by the way, Smitty, our director of football, wrote in and asked what you think of the Canada West semifinals. You called the one UBC went into Regina and upset the Rams and the Huskies won at home over Manitoba. What's your quick take on this upcoming weekend of Hardy Cup? Huskies were just dominant. UBC made more big plays than Regina did. Um, I like the Blake Neal, Scott Flory coaching matchup. I think it'll be a tremendous football game. 
Oh, hey, they're saying your audio's good, so you don't need to cut your uh, comments too short. Okay. Um, uh, interesting, by the way. Program. It'll be a fun one. They're saying that Jeff Saturday is, well, this is from our viewers, and they're not dumb. Uh, Earl says Jeff Saturday's a classic fall guy. No pressure to win, and the fans like him. Um, Todd Pinkney says Jeff Saturday's been a consultant for the Colts the past the last four years. Listen, let me tell, me, let me tell you something about consultants. Are you familiar with the legendary radio guy, Barry Davies? Does that name mean anything to you, Moose? Can you hear me, Moose? Have we completely lost him? Darren's gone. Okay. So he's been consulting. La-dee-da. Barry Davies, I worked with him on 62 Cool. For those that remember that classic radio station, what was originally 620 CKCK, became 62 Cool. Barry Davies was one of those legendary radio guys that was married eight times and fired 19 times. And <laughs> he said to me once, radio consultants remind me of the guy that knows 100 sexual positions, doesn't know one woman. You got a sound effect for that? How about that? There you go. Finally! Barry Davies, 62, cool. Radio consultants knows 100 positions and doesn't know one woman. So, listen, a lot of our viewers don't know who Jeff Saturday is. I know a lot do, but again, we're all in this rush to judgment society. I said that the Winnipeg Jets fans need to slow down on Rick Bonus because they were all poo-pooing it all summer. We enter the fifth week of the NHL regular season, and the Jets are the seventh best record in the National Hockey League and playing great. So I'm not saying Jeff Saturday is Rick Bonus. What I'm saying is let's give him a chance. Look what Martin St. Louis is doing with the Blue Blanc Rouge. Our viewer, Andrew Stout, tell me, are the Habs still in a playoff spot? 902-518-3033. is the number to reach us here. Right on set at the Great Eagle, Calgary's entertainment destination. While we work on the tech gremlins, I feel like we were foreshadowing something. We were putting it into the universe. That Moose was having tech issues, and now he's gone. But tonight, Monday night sports schedule. Monday night football, the 5-3 and three Baltimore Ravens are at the 3-5 and five New Orleans Saints. Now, this should be a mismatch, but I feel like the odds makers and the betters and the people making the picks had a pretty good day on Sunday in terms of projections. They had Detroit beating Green Bay, did they not? And we haven't even talked about Aaron Rodgers yet. We have to get to that. We have to get to that. I know that they had Tampa Bay favored by three at home over the Rams, and uh, they covered. Lions covered. But what a difference, Aaron Rodgers, by the way, and Tom Brady. You got Aaron Rodgers sucking up all this money. The team now has their longest losing streak and worst record since Aaron Rodgers was named the starting quarterback there. And he's standing at the podium fielding questions about how bad he was. And they couldn't afford to keep their stars, the weapons around Aaron Rodgers, so that he could be paid. And then you got Tom down there in Tampa, who's not even in the top 10 highest paid quarterbacks in the National Football League. And he's skipping up onto the podium after the game laughing at the comeback and just like a kid in a candy store. And as Pink's points out, undefeated since he got divorced, Tom Edward Brady. Okay, you're back, Moose. I don't know where we were when we left you. But we, it, not a bad time for the NFL talk. Um, how about those Cardinals? We're talking about the Cardinals. 
Are we not seeing it might not be the best idea to tie all your money up in one guy, whether it's the proven Aaron Rodgers or the unproven Kyler Murray, when you look at what Tom did in Tampa on Sunday? Oh, Rod, you're so right. I mean, there's some problems with the Arizona Cardinals right now, big problems. You know, and whether that's all hinged to Kyler Murray or not, but we know you can't just tie your money up just to one guy. What's been so successful for Tom Brady and going back to Tom and Bill for so long, Tom was never the highest paid guy in the NFL. He always took a good salary that he earned, but he always made sure there was money to go around for the rest of his teammates to make sure they were competitive. And that's not the case right now in Arizona. They got huge problems. And that whole division to open the doors for, you know, the Seattle Seahawks to be in first place. Uh, Jennifer at the fourth season says, I took the cards this week. Ugh. Why wouldn't you? I think everybody did, <laughs> you know, and, uh, Gino Smith is looking like the next coming, uh, Joe Montana. I, that's why we love sports. And here come the comments. When we, when we turn our attention to the national football league, um, Craig, I'm sorry. There are a ton of comments on this. Craig Smith, our director of scouting, says the Jets over Buffalo. Wow. Salah, coach of the year. Like, I'm watching Josh Allen, who the Bills quarterback, who said he played like spit after the game. I saw him rushing for a touchdown. Was he that bad? I mean, again, I spent the day watching CFL playoffs. I didn't watch any NFL till the night game. But was Josh Allen as bad as he said he was, or was he exaggerating? I mean, they didn't have the ease at offense, which we've seen them throughout most of this season. But he wasn't great. But more so, I thought the New York Jets defense was that good. I mean, they were jumping routes. They were pre-reading what Buffalo was going to do before the Bills could do it. So this is Robert Sala. This is the whole Jets man for man on that defense. They played with energy. They're a bit of the Cinderella story along with the Seahawks in the NFL. And they just beat the Bills. So credit to the to the Jets right now. Oh, boy, I'm loving this from our viewers here. Uh, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says the AFC East has gotten a whole lot more interesting. It's probably the best division in the National Football League. And where were the experts, by the way, who said it would be the AFC West? Las Vegas Raiders. Denver Broncos. Los Angeles Chargers, except for going into Atlanta, and they covered. By the way, I was saying while you were on the break there, we're getting re. Oh, we have to break here, but it was a good, good Sunday for the odds makers. I didn't like the fact that the Chargers went in and beat the Falcons by three, and the Falcons imploded, by the way. Hashtag rise up. It shouldn't have happened that way. But anyways, we'll come back with another sports update, maybe a few more Steve-O stories, and a whole lot of comments and questions from our viewers. It's the most interactive show in broadcast right now because we are on TV, radio, and streaming. We've accomplished it. And we'll be right back on Game Plus TV, your favorite podcast platform in the peach, WQEE, the key down there in Noonan, Georgia, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, we're back live at that gorgeous facility. Look at that. It's like Narnia. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. As we wrap up our last week here for a while, but we'll be back in 2022. Before we bring the moose in, ladies and gentlemen, listen up. Here is a lesson on leadership, okay? Uh, As of this morning, Boston Bruins president Cam Neely said today the team, quote, dropped the ball with its internal vetting of Mitchell Miller, ultimately leading to the decision to rescind its contract offer to the defenseman. The 20-year-old Miller was selected by Arizona first round in 2020, actually fourth round, but the Coyotes relinquished his draft rights because it was discovered he bullied a black classmate with developmental disabilities in middle school. Boston signed Mitchell Miller to an entry-level contract on Friday, leading to sweeping criticism from Bruins players from Captain Patrice Bergeron on down. 
as well as the Bruins fan base. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman also weighed in, saying Miller would not currently be eligible to play in the league without major changes. If we can bring the Moose in now, and that is, by the way, our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Should Mitchell Miller be allowed to play in the NHL? At last we looked, Jordan, uh, Director Jordan saying 59% saying no, he should not. Dude, Cam Neely. Uh, remind me who's the number one team in the NHL's Eastern Conference right now, please. Who's off to their best start in franchise history? I'll wait. Yeah. The Boston Bruins. He's he's not sitting there pointing fingers. He's like, we dropped the ball. I love that, man. That's a leader right it's there. Great. It's great leadership, you know, and it doesn't, you know, it's when it comes from Cam Neely and in that situation, it's not hollow either. You know, they realize they made a mistake. And you know what? That's okay. Like, it's okay to make a mistake because, you know, we have tools in place and abilities to correct those mistakes. And so they signed the kid. It was a mistake. They found out it was a mistake and they corrected it. And so that's a good thing. And to admit that we made a mistake. I mean, nobody's jumping down his throat. They're saying the kids shouldn't be able to play. What are you guys doing? He said, you guys are right. And we move on and everything's great. You know? He could have had excuse after excuse after excuse and blamed other people, but you just jump on it quickly, deal with it fast, and it's going to make everything a whole lot easier for the Boston Bruins than it already has. Well, and what a message it sends. It's not okay to bully people. I love it. And more than anything, I love Cam Neely standing up and saying, we dropped the ball. Because we see it so often in sports and in life, because people emulate sports. Not me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. It was him. I don't know. If it wasn't me. I don't know who it was, but it wasn't me. NFL Frank Wright kept trying to fix the Indianapolis Colts sputtering offense, but when nothing worked, it cost him his job. Less than one day after one of the worst offensive performances in franchise history, the Colts announced Monday morning they have fired Frank Reich after four and a half seasons. It's the third consecutive week Indy has made a major move. They benched quarterback Matt Ryan two weeks ago, fired OC Marcus Brady last week. This sports update is for Ballers Rec Room. They've got the best and biggest Great Cup party at this year's Great Cup. Friday, November the 18th. Check out all of Ballers' social media feeds plus ours to purchase your tickets. There will be superstars of the sports world there plus the Great Cup trophy. You can get your photos taken with all of them. Join us there Friday. Of Grey Cup week for the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Coming out of the weekend, holy smokes, there is a lot going on in the world of sports. Um, I think we've covered it with the Mitchell Miller thing. I see that you've put it on, well, Ryan Thelwell was with us last hour. You put it on social media. My comments on that, what kind of reaction are we getting? Or is it too early? It hasn't been up long enough. Yeah, too early to tell, um, but I'm expecting it to have a lot of comments, especially after our poll question, you know, is is apparently it's more divisive than we thought or than I thought anyways. You know, at 59% saying, no, he shouldn't play, that means you got 41% saying, yes, he should play. So I think that'll, that'll mean uh, we'll see a, a lot of reactions. So I'm looking forward to that later today. On Twitter, 68% of respondents saying, no, Mitchell Miller should not be allowed to play in the National Hockey League. And from our viewers, I'm not a fan. From Michael Heilman, I'm not a fan of denying a kid an opportunity. I feel sorry for him, and I would blame the parents for not disciplining him when he was a child, for not teaching him right and wrong. Dude, I could spend all day on this stuff. And I, and I knew that it would transcend beyond sports. Everybody would have an opinion on this because we have, in some way or another, all been affected by bullying in our lives, whether we were bullied, some people have bullied, whether we witness bullying, and it still goes on as adults. He's saying blame the parents. Yeah, but he's 20, and he was drafted at 18. At some point, you need to stop blaming your parents and your upbringing and say, it's me. But more than anything, where I think this has muddied the waters a little bit, and I would hope that our viewers are listening to what we're saying, I'm saying we don't know enough of the information. 
if Gary Bettman steps up and goes, no, we got information on this kid, he's a bad person. We don't want people like that in the NHL. Because it sounds to me like he did not express remorse. And they have, trust me, I know, all these programs to put people through in order to try to rehabilitate them and get him to show remorse. And I'm not sure that he's completed them or even tried. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? Um, hey, yeah. Bruins, you might have wanted, you might have, Bruins, you might have wanted to check with Gary. How do you go do this on your own? And that's where I think Cam Neely comes out of this, right? He's like, we screwed up. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, didn't do the due diligence. And I can see how the, play, how the team might go about this. Like, one, one situation might be, look, this, this kid's available, we can sign him. And you just assume that if he's available to be signed, that, you know, he's been cleared by the league and is okay to play. None of this stuff's an issue. Um, but it's, that's still a mistake because it's been such a story through the Arizona situation and everything else that, you know, somebody should double check. You know, when you see a name come through, you're like, okay, I remember he's gone through this other incident. Just a quick call on Gary, are we cool to do this? Is this cool? Is this kid okay? Did you go through this? Are we fine? And you'd get an email back in 15 minutes saying, no, guys, you probably don't want to sign him. He's still not approved, um, and we'll take it from here. But that didn't happen. But you know what? They caught it now. Better late than never, I guess. They still caught it. Jeff, the Stams fan, says, I've both bullied and been bullied. Jeff, thank you for that admission. Because not very many people would have the balls enough to say that they've bullied. And uh, kudos to you for admitting it. Uh, Craig, our Stamps fan, says, I bet everyone has been bullied. Maybe. <laughs> I could, I'm telling you, man, I could go on about this all day. From viewer Jeff in the zone, he writes in and says, should the Regina Pats trade Connor Bedard? I'm sorry to say, mon frere, you're about two months late on that discussion. I've been told not to talk about it. It's unfortunate. Nobody wants to talk about it. Don't talk about it. So we'll talk about something else when we come back for overtime. It's really whatever anybody else wants to talk about in uh, viewer takeover. It is the RP Show. We're live on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and the radio, your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. How about that? Bob's your uncle. Hell yes. It's overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Football League. Nine minutes away from me putting on a clinic at the buffet. Moose, just me uh, having lunch here. at uh, And Ryan O'Radio is down with overtime. He's just written in it from WQEE. He's at the controls there, at the switcher, as we say in the broadcast biz. Listen, I will relent. And talk about the Connor Bedard thing. And it's interesting because if you follow WQEE on Facebook, and I know you do, he's put Bedard stuff up on there. Connor Bedard. This is what CFL fans don't understand. Read my lips. The NHL is a global product. I'm going to be talking to Theo after the show. Theo Fleury. I sat at his kitchen table. He's opening mail from fans all over the world, dude. And people don't. Know who Bo Levi Mitchell is. They don't know. But they know who Connor Bedard is. More people know who Connor Bedard is than Bo Levi Mitchell. That's a fact, Jack. Kevin, the medium, is watching. And he says, I want to know who told you not to talk about Connor Bedard. I will tell him to shut your mouth. At that house party yesterday, Darren and Airdrie, I, we played the clip. We oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. How'd that go over? 20. They hit the floor. The 2017 call where I infamously said, Bo Levi, shut your mouth. 
They still talk about it in Calgary. Maybe it's just because it's in the circles that I'm in. Comes up every flipping day. And you've been here enough that you get it. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, you've been around me. I've seen um, it so, firsthand. Yeah, you, every day. It's like Ed Whalen is upset. He'll always be remembered for Stampede Wrestling. He wants to be remembered for all the other great things he did. Nope. You were the voice of Stampede Wrestling. That's what you'll go into the history books for. And there are worse things. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg says, I'm into the Bedard trade rumors. From Oleg in Winnipeg, he says, I typed in Bedard rumors and your show brought me up. Or my show brought you up. Whatever. He said, what's going on? Okay. The next Connor McDavid, the next Sidney Crosby plays for God's team, the Regina Pats, and he's supposed to be the number one overall pick in this summer's NHL draft this June. The Pats are bad, or at very least they're average. How, how close are you following the Regina Pats, Darren? They're like 500, right? Or maybe yeah. below 500 now? Right. I'm not following it that closely, but you're right. They're not, um, they're not taking the world by storm. They're not in the basement either. But you're right. They're not good. They're not really bad. Um, but they're not in a position to contend. And they just traded away Cole Dubinsky, who we both love. I think he had seven points in 11 games before he got traded. Um, so that was the guy who, and they got younger, was the guy who was in the win-now mode. So they've traded off some pieces to kind of win tomorrow. You'd get a real bolt load for Connor Bedard, but I don't know if they're willing to do it. So this is another thing that I could talk about every day. I am the Swiss Army knife of broadcast. I can talk about a lot of stuff and talk about it well. So I went to the big board. The Pats are 7, 8, 0, and 1, and 7th place in the conference. And I know for a fact they got stomped 5-2 at home on Saturday by the Swift Crown Broncos because I follow everything. I got a lot of time on my hands. So I was with Gino DePauli here the other day, broadcaster in the Western Hockey League. And uh, he said, and I believe this to be true, he said if the Pats traded Connor Bedard they would be set up for the next five years. Minimum three, but probably five years if they traded him now, because this is his last year with the team. John Ohm in Winnipeg writes in and says, the Regina Pats organization wants to hear these words. Quote, Connor Bedard from the Regina Pats, drafted number one in the NHL by the blank. He's the second guy this week that said that. Vanstone said it too. The award-winning Rob Vanstone said the Pats don't want to hear at the, at the NHL trade, sorry, the NHL draft, have that number one overall t- from the Arizona Coyotes select from the Regina Pats. Connor, but I'm like, you want to sacrifice five years for five seconds. That better not be true. That better just be John Ullman, Winnipeg, talking and Rob Vanstone. If they are that arrogant, I would never buy a ticket to a Pats game again. You don't actually believe that's why they're not trading him. I believe there's something to that. I think as, as in, you know, you look at, you know, people who own junior hockey teams and, you know, are just looking for, I don't know, whatever it is, the cachet of it all. And in all the clips, if Bedard goes on, we see the the Crosby drafts, the Ovechkin drafts, the Gretzky drafts, the McDavid draft clips played over and over and over. That could be a thing. And so literally, you've got people that are making these decisions buying the clip necessarily, deciding that, you know what, it's worth it to sacrifice the development of this team for the next number of years or to slow it down, not give it the boost that it could have just to be able to have that play on highlight clips for the next number of years or whatever. I don't, I, I guess it's a vanity thing. I guess if you just want to buy it and don't really care about the, you know, the team being good and doing what's best for the actual team um, on the ice, then yeah, go for it. This is why for the 812th time, I spent 30 years sitting around biting my lip when I saw stupid things happen. I can't. I can't. I won't. Um, 
from Patrolman Pete says, Rod, unloading on the Pats. I'm here for it. Ha ha. <laughs> um, from John in Winnipeg, he says, they are, Rod. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, yes. From Oleg says, the Greyhounds also traded Eric Lindros, setting up a couple of Memorial Cups, if I remember correctly. This better not be a thing. And you go ahead and put this on social media. You go, you whatever, you do whatever you want. I've got Pats fans saying, well, if you ever went to a game, you'd see that we're good. Last minute of play in the RP show. Last minute of play in the RP show today. If, if you came to a game, you'd say, I don't need to go to a game. <laughs> I don't, my soul's connected to that team. I can feel it. You are not contending. No, no, no. But if you want to trade him because you're upset that it might say, and I won't say the team that he should go to. The team that called me and said, can you exert some influence on the Pats to, to get a trade? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm out and past that too. Yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> Very few things get me upset. It's the Pats and uh, doing the wrong thing. Anyway, from Rhino Radio, another great, another hangry. Ryan says, another great show, RP and Top Gun. See you tomorrow, noon Eastern. I'll try and calm down by then. Thank you all. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.